welcome to Minivan Men. We've got a great show lined up. This week, we're going to be talking about dads who are nervous about becoming dads. Then we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, our Thanksgiving plans and what we got going on. And we're also going to hear about some great stand-up comedy stuff that went on when Chris Spencer went to see the Kevin Hart special. All of this coming up on Minivan Men, starting now! Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Minivan Man. I'm Maz Jobrani here in Los Angeles along with Chris Spencer. Bum, 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 bum. That's right, the Chris Spencer. Make sure to get it right. It's the Chris. He's on Twitter at the Chris Spencer. Because there's so many, you know, there's actually like 500 Chris Spencers. Well, for the longest time, I was tweeting this guy, Chris Spencer. Was he hitting you back? He was not hitting me back. And I was like, man, Chris is just, you know, he's 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 a little... He's a little stuck up. He's a little stuck up. He's not answering my my tweets. But, well, and the Chris Spencer hasn't hit you back either, so I apologize for both of them. What is up with that? <laughs> um, we're waiting on Al Madrigal to join us. Hopefully, he'll get a chance... So, so busy. Hopefully, he'll get a chance to do it. Well, he's on The Daily Show, and they sent him to Minneapolis. So he just went from New York, which is cold, mm -hmm. to Minneapolis, which has to be cold. Colder. Gotta be cold. And he landed at the airport. They were running late, so he's running to the airport to the to he the ain't hotel. Make the show. He's not gonna make the show. He's not gonna make the well, show. Well, we, we, we'll see. He might. We're waiting for him to, to to text us. Okay. And I hope he texts me, texts me, and not tweets you because you're not gonna <laughs> respond. Um, anyway, this is Maz Jobrani. We're here with our engineer as well, Jorge. Jorge, Hola. has Jorge ever talked? No. Wow. That's the first time. Fluent in English. Are you union? <laughs> Did we pay you for that? No. But uh, here we are. We're catching up. It's nice to be together again. Chris uh, had been very busy with uh, his show that's coming out in a little bit, uh, The Real Hollywood. Uh, no, go for it. Say it again. No, you do it. The Real Hollywood Husbands. Uh, husbands of the husband. The husbands. The Real Husbands uh, of Hollywood. The Real. Come on, man. Tell me what it is. It hasn't no, come out yet. How am the I Real Husbands to? of Hollywood. Yeah, yes. Real Husbands of Hollywood, which is going to be coming out on BET. BET. So, bet. you, can, so you can bet on Chris. Yes. It looks hilarious, man. It's funny, dude. We're in March? March 19th. March 19th going to be coming out. But it's out. doing so well uh, that the network is like, we got to try to figure out an earlier date. So it might be on tomorrow. Well, that's what's crazy about what we do is uh, we do these things and people, I don't know if you run into this at all. I run into people a lot of times like, hey, man, you doing anything? I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I, I did something like, you know, you shoot. It takes a year for something to come out. Right. So people think you're unemployed. <laughs> Right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in my community, I don't know if you get this in your community, but in my community, in the Persian community, a lot of the artists, the mm -hmm. singers, the whatever, the the, the comedians and musicians, a lot of them are, like they have side jobs because this is like this, they, there's no way you could be making a living. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Doing this. So I've had few people now be like approach me and be like, Hey, listen, man, I got this like it's a it's a sales position where if you get some people under you, whatever money they make, you're gonna make. It's a great way to supplement, you know, your joke telling and stuff. Hilarious. And I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, this is my, this is my, this is what I do. And they're like, full time? <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm like, really, man? Full time? But no, you're, they, you're saying, but because, because whenever I talk to somebody Persian, they think you're, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, so but in that world, that's what the, the, the thing. But they also, they also don't. They, they also, there's so many musicians and performers that have the side jobs mm -hmm. that you run into some people who think. think. That you have to have a side job, at right. this. and also because, like I said, I, what we do, the results come out so late. Like what right. you were just saying, you know. So I don't know if you run into people that come up to you and they're like, "It may have been a while since I've seen you do anything, man. Right. What have you been up but to?" But no, but my, my community won't offer. They're just like, "Man, you got to get it together." That's funny. <laughs> There's no help. 
Or they'll say, you need to go get a sales job where you can get some people under you. They're not trying to offer me a job. Oh, that's funny, man. Go find a job. You should go find you a job. Man. Yeah. So you got that coming service. out. Uh, yep, March 19th. Yeah. And it's nice to have you back, though, over here because you were really busy with that. Oh, my God. I never thought that, uh, you know, you, you pray for something and then you go, okay, this is what happens when you pray for something. So it's been incredible. I mean, we've had just guest stars from Ed O'Neill to Common to Layla Ali to Sugar Shane Mosley, Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, it's it's been bananas. That's got to be amazing. It's got to be amazing. It feels yeah. good. And it's your show. My show. That's great, man. And uh, and so, yes, yeah, so good to have you back. And we were talking, you know, it's funny. I was listening. I listen to NPR all the time. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm not listening to Minivan, man, I'm listening mm-hmm. to NPR. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, I was listening, and there was this, uh, there was a piece. What do you got? You got a call? You got a call? We have a, a big-time photographer coming to see us. Big-time photographer coming to see us. Um, so I'll explain uh, what he, and Chris is on the phone now talking. This is how professional we are, ladies and gentlemen. We take real-time calls. Not on the air, but from our friends. Um, and uh, oh, Chris has to go he's get his friend. All right, he's having gate problems. He's a good photographer. He does not know how to break into homes. Okay, well, while we wait, I'll tell you a little bit about what I've been doing. I've been trying to do crowdfunding for a movie called Jimmy Vestwood. So I want you all to go check out jimmyvestwood.com. That's V S T V E S T V O O D.com. Uh, we're trying to raise some funds to make an independent movie. It's a big, it's a movie with a big heart. A uh, small budget with big heart. Uh, it's basically like a Middle Eastern Pink Panther. And I want it to be one of the first heroes of Middle Eastern descent in American cinema. And it's crazy because uh, uh, anyone who's ever tried to make movies will attest to this. It is really hard to get uh, a movie going. Uh, and so whatever support you guys can give, $5, $10, $100, $100,000, I'll take it. I love you. Go ahead to jimmyvestwood.com. And check it out. You'll see a little bit about the movie there. But now back to what we were talking about. I'm back. Chris has yes. brought our famous photographer back. Kevin Kwan. Say what's Kevin up, Kevin. Kwan. Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, that's a deep voice for a photographer. Yeah, Look at that. an Asian photographer nice. at that. Asian photographer with a deep with a voice. sexy voice. Thank you. for Without what? a camera. Is he going to shoot with the iPhone? Or uh, he... You're being stereotypic. <laughs> oh, no, I did say he was bringing a camera. Damn it. Uh, no, I thought he was going to bring Maybe it's in a car. You okay. don't even care. You okay. know, it's a bad neighborhood. No, he likes to. He's scouting this, right now. This he's is scouting. South Central Beverly Hills. You got to yeah. be careful. But no, um, we were catching up on uh, on a, on a thing we're talking about, which is I was listening to NPR, and um, there's a there's a thing called I think it's called Parent Cafe, which is where dads who were a little um, nervous about being dads or they weren't into being dads go and they learn how to be better dads. Really, and it was really interesting because I didn't think about it because you know. I think all of us, me, you, and Al, all three of us, like, we're into the dad. We're ready for dadhood. Absolutely. Right? And there was this guy who came on. It was really interesting. He said, look, when I found out my girlfriend was pregnant, I actually wanted, I thought about leaving. And I was going to be a distant dad. And then I, you know, I changed my way. I, th- I thought about it, and I realized I got to do this. He thought about leaving her or leaving the whole situation? Leaving the whole situation, just, like, checking in from time to time. Right. You know, because he was saying, he's like, you know, my knees and my back and all this. And I guess he obviously wasn't into... He didn't want to be a dad. He wasn't ready to be a dad. Right. But this thing helps these what guys. What does his knees and back have to do? Well, he was just talking. He was, he was on my I'm not like, going to be able to hold a baby or no, run with the baby. No, no, so, no. you know what? I'm not going to be good. <laughs> no, he was on he was, he was. I mean, that was, it, it, it had a little sound clip of them, of him playing with the kids. Right. And he was saying, like, even though I have all <laughs> heard these. heard his back crack. Yeah. <laughs> I no, knew but, I wouldn't be good. I'm gone. <laughs> no, but he was saying, even though there's all that stuff, which we all go through, he's like, I still love playing with my boy and I'm happy I hung in there and came back. Absolutely. And it made me realize, I was like, do you know anyone? Do you have any friends who either... I have friends 
who grew up like that. Like Wait. I can't. I, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to admit to me. Like, man, I, you want to know somebody who can run away from children? Me. But I have a lot of friends who are the product of, you know, dads not being in their lives. A lot of comedians too. A lot of comedians, right? A lot of comedians. I have a lot of friends. Uh, Tiffany Haddish's husband, he will go out and find your dad. So he's helped like three or four comedians go find their parents. Yes. Was he a private investigator? He's a private investigator. So uh, I don't know if this relates to, it kind of relates to what you're saying. Not like I can and, and go find these old dudes and, and tell them to come to the cafe and say, look, you ran out on 30 years ago. Won't you come to the cafe and figure out how you can, I, mean, I don't know if, if it works like that, but uh, I do know people who have found their dads through this guy. I wonder if it was more prominent back. Do you know, like, are a lot of more people? Are, I, I don't know the stats. It was, it was kind of funny. I always well, say. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard a remix to Papa was a Rolling Stone, so maybe right? maybe it was back then the pressure. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just more accepted. I don't know. No, I don't know if it was ever accepted, but maybe just done more. Right. Um, I know, like my friend Joey. He told me he lived in San Jose. And uh, half of his friends were like that, no dad. And when they do, and like when one kid's dad would come pick him up, they'd be like, "He think you better than us because you got a dad." That's funny. No, I just wonder. Like, so I, it made me think. I wonder. If, first of all, if, if there's any listeners out there who either grew up without a dad or uh, were nervous about being a dad and contemplated doing that, go ahead and send us send us your story. We'd love to hear about it at minivanmen at gmail But it really made me think, like. I mean, look, I always say what's funny about our show is that none of us are experts. Right. You know, we, we just kind of talk from our own Absolutely. experiences. So uh, do not, like, quote us uh, if you're like, you know, don't say the minivan man told me right. this is how to deal with this situation because, you know, we don't stand by it legally. None of us are doctors. None of us are doctors. But but uh, I, I thought, like, you know, I thought maybe there's, like, a way for us to give advice uh, of how if someone is nervous about being a dad, like, how do you make it? be okay. I have a friend of mine that was having a kid recently mm-hmm. and he was like having some financial troubles and stuff and he was like, man, it's just, you know, I don't know about this. And I told him, I said, you know, one of the things that I, th- I I found happened was when you have a kid, you actually end up working harder because yeah. you're like, I have to make, I have to make, uh, make the nut, make my nut, you know? Um, and, uh, and so that's one thing that I, that I tell people is like, don't be nervous about that. Obviously like whatever. I mean, you know, real life problems come up. He but- was just dating. He was, he was, uh, he had just gotten married with this girl and they, you know, it was, it was new. It was all new. Like, I don't think they expected it that fast. Right. But he was very nervous about it, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, I just, I hadn't even thought about people that are thinking about having the kid not being there. Well, you know, a lot of, uh, well, I guess us, cause we were older, we were older gentlemen when we had our kids, mm-hmm. me being 37, I think you were in your thirties as well. Yeah. So we kind of were yearning and wanting a kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I remember it got to a point when I would go, you know, I would look at little ki- other people's kids as if I was looking at, you know, a woman like, wow, look at that little kid. He looks mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Oh, look at him play. What are my kids going to look like? like? Yeah. I started wanting a kid. So when I had my kid, it was time to have a kid. Yeah. But I think back, like when I was in my 20s and my 30s even, early 30s, I was like, what if that dude would have had a kid? That dude might have been your friend. Yeah. Who was afraid. Now, I don't know if I would have ran, but I know I would have been a different person. You know what I mean? I wouldn't right. have been. Of course, I would have loved my kid, but there would have been times where I'm like, you know, maybe how can I ditch my kids so I can go to the club? Because I'm still in I'm in club mode. You're still in club mode. That's right. And that's scary. And then I think a lot of these guys might get in trouble when they get somebody pregnant that they didn't like. 
That's the worst, I think. That is the worst. I Booty think call that's, gone bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, didn't, it, didn't Patrice O'Neal used to do a bit about like the one-night stand that turned into like a four-year relationship? Yes. There was a funny bit he used to do about Very that. Funny. Yeah. But it's so, it's so true, man. I mean, I, I, that's where I could understand. Like, imagine if, and then, and then if the girl wants the kid and you don't want the kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you got troubles. Yeah. So wear condoms, ladies and gentlemen. That's the point of this segment. Double up. This, this segment brought to you by Trojan <laughs> Condoms. Dun, dun, dun. No, man, it's got to be, um, it's got to be, uh, uh, I always say that uh, I, I think there should be a, um, a department that, like a license you got to get to have kids. Like they got to check your background, your records, make sure that you're ready financially, maturity-wise. You know what I'm saying? I always say that. And maturity I, especially. Maturity-wise. Like you Think don't want to... If you were having sex in high school, imagine if you had a kid in high school. Can you imagine and that? there's people who have... That means that my son, if I had a kid, I'd have like a 27-year-old kid right now. Crazy. Well, you know what this is? This, you made a good point about the thing about like when you were in your early 30s, you still wanted to get, go to the club. It's the club. I don't want to go to the club. I don't want to go to the club. Dude, I went to a club this weekend. Oh, yeah. Kevin was with me. And you I, want out. I disappeared. Yeah. I, I don't know. What to, I don't even know what to do. I don't remember what I used to do. Did I used to dance with people? But see, this, I, trying to, I don't drink. This is this. Is what we're, we're coming up with a licensing process. Part of the licensing process, you go into this this like DMV type thing. <laughs> right. And they're like, and they start playing techno music or something, you know, like, and if you start moving, if you start, moving, dancing, if you start back, they stamp you, come back next year. Right. If you bring like glow sticks out, they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're not ready, man. You're not ready. Have the vodka cranberry on the way out. Just go. Yeah. A little parting gift. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I knew I was ready. So yeah, that was perfect. Were you re- you were ready? I was ready. Oh, I was yeah, I was excited about it, man. Yeah. I was excited about it. It's just it just it's uh it blows my mind that that's that I didn't just didn't think about it because the people that I'm hanging out with a lot right. of them are people that are ready. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not judging that. I'm saying like, I'm I'm curious to find out more about people and and the advice that we could give you is what advice would you give someone else who who isn't sure? It's about the kid. It's too late. Mm-hmm. It's too late to be unsure. Yeah, you should have pulled out. Yeah. You shouldn't have did it to her. Like, those are the risks. You, that's the risk. Yeah. And you can't make that baby suffer. You yeah. You know what I mean? You and this mom have to work it out. Yeah. Whether you love each other, like each other, hate each other, you got to figure out what, what are you going to do to make sure this kid gets the most love and affection and guidance and attention uh, to make sure that he doesn't come out, you know, being dysfunctional. Because a lot of dysfunctional kids come from these type of situations where mommy and daddy don't really want me. Mommy and daddy mm-hmm. are, are are they want to go to the club, mm-hmm. so I'm always at grandma's or I'm always at auntie's house or cousin's house. So you guys got to figure it out. Amen, amen. See, we are experts after all. Amen. And you and can I- still go to the club. Just get a, a reputable nanny or a babysitter. And, and don't have sex with the nanny or the babysitter because yes. then that's a whole other kid. Yes. Now you're branching off. Right. We do not. We want to avoid the same problem, the same mistake. <laughs> Unless the nanny's fine. Unless the nanny's fine. Condoms. What's wrong with condoms? Use the condoms. All right. Let's take a break and come back. Hey, thanks for listening to our show, and make sure to listen to other shows on our All Things Comedy Network. We have a lot of great ones, like Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, The Harland Highway with Harlan Williams, Ari Shafir's The Skeptic Tank, The Long Shot, and many, many more. Check it all out at allthingscomedy.com. Hey, welcome back to Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani here with Chris Spencer. and condomless. Condomless in Los Angeles. 
We got wives now. We could go condomless. We could yeah. go condomless. Well, no, you, oh, no. You, I, I'm done. I, two kids is enough for two me. Two kids is enough for me. Yes, Chief. sir. Yes, sir. She and, told me she wanted another one the other day. Oh, really? I was like, you better go to Haiti. Ah, <laughs> you better go adopt. Well, you know what's crazy is I, you know, I love my kids, and already though I know you're going through this too. It's like when I see other young kids, I'm like that. Like my ba- my kids are already like past a certain baby age, right. and I'm like, oh, I miss that baby age. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, but then you're like, oh, sleep is coming. Sleep is coming. You know, Ooh, there's I a lot, sleep. Of, lot of good things. What about you? See, parents. I mean, luckily, you know, we have our jobs afford us the ability to have help. Yeah. But there's people who have three, four, five kids, no help. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Sometimes three, four, five kids and single parent. Dude, I went to a birthday. It was uh, they had seven kids, three sets of twins. Yeah. I was like, ah, what? What are you trying to do here? Like, what are you? Three sets of twins. They had a basketball team and they kept going. Now they're going for a soccer they team. They wanted coaches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't get. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do it. I mean, it's it is it is crazy. Yeah, I, I've seen some wonder moms. I have a friend who's in a wheelchair. She has twins. She grocery shops. She's pushing stroller and rolling in a wheelchair. Not that sounds funny. How does she push a stroller with a wheelchair? <laughs> she's pushing. She's rolling and pushing the stroller. A double. Stroller. Wow. Yeah, she does. She needs a trophy. That's like Oprah should cover that. That's a, that's like a inspiring story. I right wish, there. Yeah, they try to do a, a lifetime story on it right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because she can it. walk now. Wow. Yeah. What happened? A miracle. Really? Here's what's even crazier. Are you ready for this, Jorge? You're not gonna believe me. Kevin, you're not gonna believe me. This girl got in a car accident and was paralyzed. Right. Right. Right side of her body couldn't walk. Right. She's better now. In high school, she had a car accident and was paralyzed for a few years. I don't know what side of her body, but she was paralyzed. And then she got better, got another car accident, paralyzed again. What? She got into two car accidents and got paralyzed twice? And now she's walking again? Yeah. Come on. She's supposed to be on live. She should be on NBC. Oh, this lady, this is like this is like Jesus. This is a bionic woman, yeah. She is the female Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You should see what she does with wine and water. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of wine and water, we got Thanksgiving coming up. Dios mio. Thanksgiving. What's the plan? She's already, you know, so funny. We, we, we're, we're in such a different world now. I mean, call, call me Hollywood. We ordered the turkey. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, when I was a kid, we went to Smith's Food King and bought a turkey. We had to order the turkey from an organic farm where they don't, I don't know if they, they, they give the turkey. Oh, well, most. They give the turkey his last meal before they kill him. More, more recently? This is t- this, 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 this week. Oh, we so ordered the turkey. That's where the turkey the turkey decides to die. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm still in there. The turkey is like, you know, uh, <laughs> I had a good life. I had a good life. I want to sacrifice myself for so, so. for a good family. Gobble yeah, gobble. Yeah, gobble gobble. Yeah, we ordered the turkey. So they, we have to. They, they're shipping the turkey to my house. From where? From some organic farm. Some organic farm in hilarious. Italy. And uh, I don't even eat pork, but they ordered the pork. We have some organic pork coming. Jeez. Some pig that only ate are Whole Foods. You, are you guys hosting? Yes. Oh, wow. We're hosting. So how many how many people coming over? She said 20. I'm like, I don't know where they're going to sit. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, unless it's six people and 14 ants. And I don't mean aunts. I mean ants. ants. Like they, right. My house can't hold 20 damn people. So we'll see. Well, you get you know you get uh, uh, you, you can get fold out chairs. You know you can rent these, by the way. She told she's already ahead of you. Every year, man. Every birthday, I end up renting uh, chairs from Pico Rentals. This segment brought to you by Pico Rentals. Are you um? Are okay. you hosting? 
we're not hosting. We got no furniture. My wife is remodeling, and the couch she. Or- it's been a long time with this damn couch. Yeah, listen, this couch. That, okay? Yeah, this is gonna be. This is gonna be. This is gonna be an interesting. It used to be gonna- called mini. It was minivan boys when you first ordered the yeah, couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this this is a very this is an organic couch <laughs> okay. made out of turkey feather. <laughs> right. That was. Uh, uh, no, I think it's been going- at least four weeks. It's been it's been a long time. Well, we we're going we're going to my aunt. I have an aunt who's close to my age, uh, a couple years older. And she she hosts. She's got a nice place up in. Um, Let me guess, Mount Olympus. No, Calabasas. Oh, which is like anyone who lives in L.A. knows. Like when you live in like the West Side, Calabasas, they may as well be they may as well be in, in New York. <laughs> right. It's it's just far. It's far. It's far. It's she, so, matter of fact, Calabasas is Spanish for far. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah. Jorge, is that correct? Yeah. 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 yeah, and but then when she first moved, we're like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "Don't worry, we will get together." It's like a twenty minute drive. Twenty minute drive when there's no traffic and you got a helicopter. No, there's no way, yeah, helicopter exactly. Yeah. Calabasas is far. Like you know, but traffic anyway. So we go over there, and it's interesting because um, my aunt, so every time we've had a play, uh, an event there, it's 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 a nice house, everything's great, but uh, she's it's it's very it's a very multi ethnic experience. My aunt, obviously Persian girl, married to a white guy. So his white family shows up, uh, and then there's my family, the Persians, and right. then my my wife, Indian. So then the Indians show up, and it's kind of funny. At some point, every party, you look over, and every segment is in their own circle. Like for some reason, like segregated. It's very segregated for some reason. Like my 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 wife's sitting there with her with her uh, with her mom and her brother and her brother's wife, who's white. But he's part of that. She's part of that clan now. She's she's Indian now. Gotcha. So they're sitting at a table talking about stuff, and the kids the kids are the only ones kind of going in and out of the same you know groups. Right. Then my my family's kind of sitting on, on another side, gossiping and getting loud. My family gets loud. <laughs> Her family's kind of quiet. My family's loud, and then my aunt my aunt's husband the the white family is just too quiet. Like they're just really quiet. They're observing. They're observing. They just, they're making they story the Indians and the Persians don't steal shit. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah right. It's, Watch them. It's You're, a very interesting dynamic because, like, on the one hand, I want to go to the white people and be like, can you guys just liven up a little bit? Right. On the other hand, I want to go over to the Persians and be like, can you guys just quiet it down? You know? And and once in a while, the the my mom will mix. Like, I mean, our, my wife and our, our families mix a little bit more. They get along? Yeah, they get along. They they love each other. It's great. They, everyone everyone loves each other. Um, but it's just it's it's a uh, it's funny how it always ends up segregated somehow. Right. I don't know why. And it, and it's this thing where I always grew. I don't know if you had the same thing. I always grew up when I was a kid. I thought my family was perfect. Right. I thought my dad was amazing. I thought my aunts. I thought everybody was great. Then you grow up and you realize everyone is just screwed up. Everyone's got problems. That's crazy, right? They got they, they got uh, they got weight problems. They got drug problems. They got drink drink. They got financial. They got Other all these kids you didn't know about. Yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get older, you're like, oh man. Yeah, just when you thought they were incredible. Yeah, you're like he really yeah. isn't that. He's a gambler. Yeah, and it's funny because because as a kid, I remember like listening to Eddie Murphy. That was one of my first uh, albums, right? right? And Aunt Bunny. Aunt Bunny. Aunt Bunny and the Goonie Goo Goo and all yeah. this other stuff. I mean, you're like, wow, he had a crazy, he had a crazy family. And uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-uh, this just in. Is Al, is Al magical? Is it? We got Al in the house? I can't hear. Hey, how are you? My headphone on? Al? Yeah, yeah. What'd I'm not recording yet, though, so hold on. Hey. Hey. Welcome. I lost a bet. You lost a bet. Why? What was the bet? I, I don't think you're gonna make it. I'm making it. I'm making it. He's making it. Is he? Is are people hearing him now? Because he's not recording right now. I'm not recording, recording. now. Okay, oh, so this no. is great. Make it live. Make it live. Look at this. This is how we roll at the minivan, men. 
And <laughs> we're gonna catch up. We're gonna catch Al up on this piece, and we'll actually we'll we'll, we'll take this into the third segment as well. Yes. Want to do that? Should we take a break and come back, or should we? Yeah. That's perfect. Let's, take let's, a break, and then I'll be back. Let's take a break. We're gonna catch Al up on what we're talking about, and we'll be right back. Minivan man, coming back. Hey guys, just to let you know, Tom Rhodes, his one-hour stand-up special, Light Sweet Crude, just became available on Netflix last week. So go ahead and check it out. Very funny. Tom Rhodes, a member of the All Things Comedy Network. Minivan Man, we're back. Uh, Maz Jobrani and Chris Spencer in L.A. Al Madrigal in Minnesota. Incredible. St. <laughs> Paul, he yeah. skied from St. the plane to the hotel. I'm telling you, Chris thought you weren't going to make it. I said, let's see. And now people, this is this, this is the kind of excitement you get when you listen, listen to Minivan Man. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. Hey, uh, what are you guys been talking about? Well, we were just talking about uh, Thanksgiving because this is running the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah. I was just talking about Chris... Chris and I were getting into the family stuff, and I was talking about how, uh, as a kid, I always thought my family was perfect. Then you grow up and you realize that they all got problems. You know, they're they they got drug problems and weight problems and money problems and all kind. And Chris was saying other kids you didn't know about. Like, ki- yeah, all kinds. Of- they bring a new <laughs> cousin over. Like, Who is this yeah. dude? Yeah, and I remember, and I was saying how like I remember as a kid, I was like, wow, my my family's perfect. And I, I remember listening to Eddie Murphy do his Aunt Bunny the barbecue. And I was listening, I was mm-hmm. like, man, Eddie had a real colorful family with his Aunt Bunny and the Goonie Goo Goo and the Gus and all this stuff. The dad getting drunk. And I was like, we don't have that. Right. But then you grow up and you're like, wait a minute, we have that. My mom and by the way, if you're too young to understand any of those references, A, I hate you. And uh, B, you got to start listening to some uh, Eddie Murphy stand-up comedy because I think a lot of comics from our generation, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do stand-up. So when you say Goonie Goo Goo, I mean, that brings, I mean, that is really made me want to become a stand-up comic. Absolutely. So anyway, Eddie's got this colorful family, and I think we talked about this a little bit last year, heading into Thanksgiving and the holidays. Like, who are you guys spending it with? What is what's going on this year with you guys? Yeah, well, we just went over ours. Where uh, I'm talking about how 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 strange it is. Call it uh, blessed, but you know we're doing stuff that I never did as a kid, and we're ordering our turkey. Uh, we yeah. ordered our turkey from some organic farm in Italy, or or maybe it's from Turkey. They actually it's, got to go meet the turkey. They met the turkey. It's coming cooked? Huh? It's coming cooked? No, my wife wouldn't dare let anybody cook the turkey. Oh, okay, okay. They met go. the mother of the turkey before the mother had the turkey. <laughs> right. And it's been a... Uh, yes, it was yeah. an arranged uh, marriage. Yes. <laughs> Mine's super crazy this year, guys. If Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yours. Mine go. is insane. Let's so. Um, my, and this is divulging way too much personal information, but I feel like I've already crossed that line, so who cares? Anyway, so this year, Thanksgiving, it's supposed to be my in-laws' turn. Now, I'm not sure if I've gone into great detail about my in-law situation. They're Koreans that live in Vegas or something? Well, half Korean. My wife is half Korean, so it's half old white guy, half Korean. (laughs) And they met... In Korea, when he was stationed over there as an Air Force guy, and there's a big Air Force base in uh, Las Vegas where they live in this dilapidated neighborhood. 
um, it's sort of sad that the neighborhood has collapsed around him. So when he bought his house for $75,000 in 1981 or whenever he bought it, it was sort of a nice neighborhood that was up and coming. Well, this neighborhood has gone to crap around him, and he has this one sort of house that he's maintained, and he's a guy that is unwilling to move. So the neighborhood's so bad that I don't want my kids to go there anymore. And my wife sort of agrees that it's a bad neighborhood. Um, I did the Megan's Law thing around his house. You know how you can look for child molesters? <laughs> it was like did he come the, up? The, it was like the Smurf iPad game. Like they were like <laughs> everywhere. They were all over the place. Smurf berries were popping up. It was crazy. So uh, it's just a bad area. Me and my wife would make a game out of going to Walmart on not Christmas Eve, but a couple of days before Christmas. We'd go to the movies and then go, let's go check out this Walmart. And at 2 a.m., it looked like a scene from Predator 2 where it was all of the components were ripped out of the electronic section, you know, so you just saw the, the safety cord or whatever was keeping them in there. There was a pile of clothes, babies running by with their hair on fire, like whatever album cover that is. Uh, so it's uh, like the famous Vietnam napalm, just crazy crazy i've never seen more security guards at a walmart so these so, guys these guys are hosting now they it's their turn to host now and do, and do you stay at the house or you stay at a hotel absolutely not we stay at a hotel but listen we're not going it's this is a whole drama at the magical household so i got a gig i'm doing Cobb's comedy club wednesday then we take a break for thanksgiving then i'm doing friday saturday Oh. So I'm like up at Cobb's. Anybody wants to come, please come to Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. It's a great Maz is there all the time, and it's a good club. It's one of my home. It's where I'm born and raised in San Francisco, so it's a great homecoming for me. Anyway, it's their turn. So we invite them up. Now, here's a backstory. Father-in-law had a brain tumor that they got removed. When Left, was this? This is like two years ago. Okay. Left him paralyzed on the side of his face. Jesus. So he's got Kirk Douglas face. So he should. So he's not coming to your comedy show because you don't want. That's not going to be good. Yeah. No, no. Not that I don't want him there. He could totally come, but he doesn't want to come because he's embarrassed about the face situation. Yeah. No, it's terrible. No, this is not. This is not something to be laughing at. It's totally sad. So um, he's got the droopy face thing. And my parents, I say, hey, it's not our turn, but I'm going to fly them to San Francisco, get them a hotel room. I already talked to Molly, who's in charge of all of that. And she said, no problem. We'll take care of it. And she's going to get them a hotel room at the same hotel that we'd be staying at. And, like, everybody will be together. And then my parents invited them down, and they said no. Your parents said no? No. They, the in-laws said no because of the droopy face situation. Ah. And... So he feels bad about it. Plus, I feel like they're still a little irritated that they're not getting their turn normally. Well, can't you go there for Christmas Listen, or something? Why don't you? Don't, why don't all right, you let me let me be turn. clear. Let me. You just fly there Thursday, and fly back to Cobb's that night. It's only a, a, a hour and a half, two hour flight. That sounds crazy. Um, but <laughs> that actually, I never that never even occurred to us. It's <laughs> <laughs> obvious. And then you can make it their turn even less. Now Ooh. they only get one day because the whole family's spending it in San Francisco. That's pretty smooth. You could even book the flight out that same night. The ship has sailed on that because my parents are now having it at their house, and it's going to be 
bunch of family members are already oh, invited Kirk to Douglas that. So that's going. that's Kirk that was Douglas is where were you when that. we were planning this? But anyway, it gets it's even deeper than that. So oh, God. Spartacus. My wife didn't want to go over to my parents' house because of a situation that happened uh, two years ago. Where we went over there. Now, we were supposed to stay. My parents go to Cabo San Lucas. They have a house down in Cabo San Lucas. Mm-hmm. And um, after a Thanksgiving, when it was my parents' turn, we had decided to come up. They went to Cabo. They I just remember sort of took yeah, off remember on that us. one. Remember that? <laughs> so now my parents wouldn't trust us in the house. Now, I said it was two years ago. It was last year. My parents wouldn't trust us in the house because they have stuff and so Kristen, being Korean, is deeply offended by that. Is that's changed her relationship forever? What so did, what, did, what, did, what didn't she trust the kids? I guess us just locking up when they were going to be away for an extended period of time. And, and Kristen, so and Kristen I'm going to put the question. My honor. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's not the opposite of the Korean way. You know, like the Korean way is like you give everybody everything. You want to stay here, go for it. You know, we don't. We we care about. (laughs) (laughs) We care about you more than we care about the house. And my parents care way more about the house than they care about people. So, um, and it's very true. It's, It's been this way for my entire life. Like my, they are they worked so hard for their stuff. That they want to keep all their stuff. They 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 really are materialistic they, it, because I think they came from my parents came from nothing and now they have this house in Mexico. And they have all this stuff. I think there's only one thing that could save something like this. Well, Oprah. Well, well. <laughs> if Oprah stepped up and was like, I'm I've found one of the most dysfunctional situations and I'm gonna fix or it. Or Dr. Phil. Or Dr. Phil. They should do they should do a Thanksgiving special where they come in. And everyone would be excited about it, wouldn't but they? Let me let me put it out there to you guys. Like all this, is this, there's a lot going on here. How do you handle First of it all, all? Handle all this in one day. So let's your put the droopy face to the side. Are um, they fake to each other now, or no, you know, does your mom know that your wife is upset? I've 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 done a very good job of putting this all out there. Like everybody knows the situation, um, and. My parents are trying to be okay about it. They're just not going to change. They're, I feel like anybody past the age of 25, and, and this has been maybe discussed in the show, is not ca- very capable of you know, making major changes at that point. And while they say, oh, you know, they obviously they care about us, but I don't know about the, the materialistic thing is not going to go anywhere. And they, they worry about us locking up the house, and they worry about a kid leaving a light on, or, you know, they, you know, it's all that little crap, and then they worry about they lock their house up a certain way, or whatever it is. But would your parents, like, leave you in their place, al- you guys in your place alone, obviously? They would, yeah. right? Without a question. Yeah. yeah. So, so does Kristen not want to go now? No, she'll go. But reluctantly, mm. she's not excited about she, it. She will be leaving lights on. <laughs> she was just flicking lights on all over the place. She'll steal the crystal. Put a little like, some how, stuff how is your stuffing dad, under the couch. My dad is again. You know, he's slow. He's obviously because we were hanging out uh, a couple weeks ago. He came down to LA for this fall festival thing that my kids had, and um, is you can see he's getting pretty old. It's. Um, it's health-wise and all the cancer stuff that he had going on. He's amazing recovery. No doubt in my mind, it's just incredible recovery on his part. But um, his, he's just old. Now he's just, he really is slow. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you can see the effects of him just becoming an old guy. And that's that's another reason why I want to like I want to spend time with them as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And then at the same time, I know you know my loyalty is obviously to my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this as well. Like screw everybody. <laughs> but uh, will they? My, will your parents come out to a show at Cobb's over the weekend? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that'll they, be they nice. Definitely will. That'll that'll be nice. So like, my dad will, they, and they love it. They they are so wait, thrilled. But where will, where will what? What where will the family be when they come out? Where will your wife and kids be if they come out? They'll be in the hotel room because my wife oh, is going to have to stay. Leave, with, you can't stay at the house anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Oh, we funny. have. I have that. Or they they put us up in this nice hotel in San Francisco, and so we're going to primarily be be staying there. We probably spend the night on Thursday night at my parents, but for the rest of the time, we'll spend our time in San Francisco, and we have friends that we can go visit, and we have plenty to do in San Francisco. But um, I really, yeah. en- I really so, envy that you guys really get these nice comedy gigs. High drama. Oh, speaking of nice comedy gigs, gigs. Have you talked about the Kevin Hart experience? Uh, no, I'm, I I I could right now. Let's, yeah, let's 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 hear about that, and I think we got to wrap it up in a minute, right? So let's go ahead and take us out with. First of all, Chris has this show we talked about earlier that's coming out soon. So uh, when is that premiering? Don't worry about the big the big gigs, or I think I think you'll, we'll be giving you resumes. No, it's just great that you got. I mean, you know. I, my comedy. We can talk about my comedy career later, but it's just great that to hear. You know, you're about to go do Carolines, which I've done, of course, and Co- you're doing Cobbs for Thanksgiving. It's just great that we all are doing what we love. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So Kevin Kwan, right here, who's uh, visiting, is Kevin Hart's photographer. Right. So <clears throat> what that means is everywhere Kevin goes, there's pictures on him. Kevin, how many cameras do you have? Like 57 cameras. About 24. Does he also cameras. do the? Does Kevin also do the Kevin, Instagram? What'd you say? Does he take Instagram photos that I see on a regular basis? Kev, Kevin takes his own Instagram photos, right? He does his own Instagram photos. He might. Well, know, he's he having people take his pictures because I see. I mean, every time he's you see Kevin looking of, cute, if there's any kind of Photoshop or worked out, Kevin Kwan took it. Kevin right, Kwan Kev- actually has chronicled Kevin Hart's life for the last three years. Four years. They have actual books. He makes these books that are the most that are the most incredible photography books I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Are those gonna be for like sale he, at some point? Like he does weddings, he does birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, suicides, whatever you need. He does <laughs> so, these books. And I, I gotta he's bring them like, up. He's like my friend F Sheen F Sheen Shahidi works for Prince. Are you too busy? He's too busy. He's full time with Kevin Hart. So he and I just got back from New York where Kevin Hart, my friend, who was doing uh, first impressions, which was uh, the beginning part of our show at Chocolate Sundays about eight years ago, maybe nine, sold out Madison Square Garden twice. Wow. Now, some people play Madison Square Garden and they play the theater, which is about 2,500, 3,000 seats. They say, I play Madison Square Garden. They're down there. He sold out where the Knicks play, homie. Wow. Like we saw you know, uh, retired jerseys in the, in the rafters while we watched this dude perform. I saw the picture with Chris Rock and Jay-Z. That was crazy. Oh, you saw, you saw the Chris Rock, Jay-Z picture. Did you post that? Yeah. I, I took it. Oh, he took, he took that actually. Um, See? That was, and that was, here's the most incredible thing in the world. So Jay-Z walks in the back, right? He goes, Kevin, you've made it. And Kevin goes, yeah, because I'm at Madison Square Garden. He goes, no, because I'm here. <laughs> ah, I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. It was and he, it was star studded in the back. Jay Z, uh, Chris Rock, 
the Knicks, Taraji, two chains, Ashanti. It was it was it was great. And now, how does he, he manage all that? End. He's he's he social with everybody. After the, after first, I'm sorry. He's social with everybody and not getting distracted. Like he has a job to do. He has a huge performance to do. Oh yeah, no, we're talking about. Oh yeah, no, Kevin. Kevin keeps it loose. He's he's hanging out with people right before he goes on stage, and he's hanging with people right when he gets off stage. You know, of course, there's those ten or fifteen minutes right before he hits the stage that he shuts everything down. And what does he do? An hour, hour and a half? He did an hour. He did fifty five minutes to be exact. He um cried after the first special. Like he couldn't believe. Like yo, I'm at Madison effing Square Garden. Wow. Tears. Wow. He made me cry. That's awesome. On stage or when he came off? On stage. Wow. And I said to him, dude, you made me cry. You were crying saying, wow, I'm at Madison Square Garden. And I was saying, I was crying going, wow, I can't believe this dude is at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of hate watching him, I promise you. Just a little bit. Like, yeah, Well, I, you know, I knew and saw him those, you know, six, seven, eight years ago when uh, he, you know, had a couple of people going around with him. But he was no big deal. I mean, like, nope. he, it was, uh, Four years it ago, was me, you know. Like he was just like us, you know. He really but, was. I mean, it that's was really why you have to stay with it. But he's also, but he's also been very funny, and not to Absolutely. say no, no, you know, no, 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 the, no. The, he's hilarious. There's yeah, no doubt yeah. about that. I, but again, eight years ago, I worked with Louis C.K. when he had 38 people at the Sacramento Punchline on a Sunday night, and those people were just there to see comedy, and very few people were there just to see him. I mean, yeah, that's why you really, really, and you know, I've been lazy. At times with stand up, but like Louis C.K. is a testament to like we can all do this because he's really, really worked hard. He's not the prettiest dude in the world. He's not uh, your average comedian. He doesn't. He's not jokey. He really just goes up there and talks and tells his life. Yep. But the work ethic, and, and also you know, second to the guy, the man is extremely gifted. I mean, yeah. just watching him. Make these bits. I watched. I got to go to Saturday Night Live when he was hosting last week, and and when by the time this airs two weeks ago, but he was doing voices. He was great. Yeah, I, I've gotten to see a, a couple of Saturday Night Lives, you know, there in person, and he was far and away better than anybody else. And so I can't wait for Kevin to do that. I'm so excited at the Kevin Hart success. Yeah, they so just asked him to do the, Saturday Night Live too. It'd be great. Uh, which he'll be amazing. At, yeah. Um, yeah, this he, is incredible. He's the head writer. Yeah, so this is um, this is thrilling, and um, I'm so glad you got to see that. I, I want to hear more about it. And uh, Kevin Kwan, good job um, following Kevin, all your stuff. He said Kevin so, Kwan, good job. Yeah, man. Listen, so let's uh, let's wrap this one up, right, you guys? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice to have all three of us together. Uh, we could have gone for another hour, but my well, nanny's leaving, like, so I got to um, go. Post my special that I did in Austin, Texas, which people came out for. Thank you very much. And post election. Oh, real quick. I how was back. it? Talk, talk to me real quick. How was it? That was awesome. That was another thing. I mean, here I did this special. And, um, What'd you wear? The, the Late Show. I think it's going to come out in April or May. I'm seeing a first cut tomorrow. Beautiful. So very exciting stuff. I think I'm going to about call it. I, I'd love to talk to you guys about titles real quick. I think I'm going to call it Why is the Rabbit Crying? What's it called? Why is the Rabbit Crying? Is that from Of Mice and Men? No. And, no, it's from a Cholo Soccer Dad. Oh, uh, <laughs> why is the rabbit That's crying? funny. <laughs> no, that would have been Tell Me About the Rabbits, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell Me About the Rabbits. I like it. Why are the rabbits? Why is the rabbit crying? That's good. Oh, we'll, we'll put it out there. If anybody has any title suggestions, get get them in quick. Like, <laughs> how now. about delirious? 
Delirious. No. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Well, speaking right. of Delirious, go find yourself some Delirious. And um, and Raw. Raw, and still, Raw. Hand, still holds up. And check out Eddie Mur- the Eddie Murphy special on Spike. They got a I was Spike. there. Were you there? I was there. Man, there's so much to catch up on. We could just keep going. We haven't seen each other in so long. My nanny's leaving. I got to go. Tell her to come be a guest. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> All right. Uh, real See quickly. Guys, send us uh, send us uh, stories at uh, about about stuff you've heard today on uh, at uh, gmail, minivanmen at gmail You can hit at Ma- at Al Madrigal on Twitter, at the Chris Spencer on Twitter, at Maz Jobrani. You know, on nobody's Twitter. ever hit me. No, I'm sorry, one person. I need more people to talk to me on Twitter from. And uh, we got tons of SoundCloud listeners now. We're up to about eight thousand SoundCloud followers, um, and more people are following us on SoundCloud. Glad to have you on board. And uh, go to allthingscomedy.com. Check out all the other podcasts. We're adding the Bone Zone, Sam Tripoli's Naughty Show, Tom Rhodes, Jackie Cation, a uh, bunch of new stuff happening. Great stuff at All Things Comedy. New site design. Got a ton of shit happening. So, um, again, thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. This has been Minivan Men. Tell your friends about the show. We want to get to over 10,000 by the end of the year. Let's do it. And in honor of my nanny, adios. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Minivan Men.